Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Your favorite comedian. <laughs> I'm Amanda Seal. <laughs> Your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It is Tuesday, May 16th, the birth date of my mother, Annette, also known as Nettie from Grenada. Everybody wish my mom a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Miss Seals. There you go. What's, what's up with you today? Jeremiah like the Bible. Actually, you know what? We don't got time for all that. <laughs> we got to get focused. Y'all, me and Jeremiah like the Bible, we got to get focused. We got to make do. this We got to make this show have a different kind of flow today because there was so many technical difficulties that I the was... The people, they don't <laughs> want us to hear the truth to the people. They don't. They don't. The machines don't want us to win. So let's just get into it. Let's get... What is the Black Eared News? For Black Eared News, we got to talk about ex-Marine Daniel Penny, you know, the man who killed Jordan Neely. Can you hear me rolling my eyes? I can hear you. Okay. I heard it audibly. Well, we got to talk about this GoFundMe he got going on because he's raising a lot of money and people are looking at it sideways, including me and you. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, Jermaine Dupree talked about the success of Lotto, who was on the rap game. He had an interesting take on her recent success. And we got a minute in the comments and 60 second headlines coming up this first hour. That's a lot of goodness. It is. And I'm very curious about the Lotto story. So, you know, I'll be uh, sticking around, <laughs> not just to do the show, but also to hear about what Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree had to say. All right. All right. Hit me up at the Amanda Seal Show on the, what am I saying? What am I saying? Hit us up at Seals yeah. Said It. I mean, this is the Amanda Seals Show. Right, but hit us up at Seals Said It to follow the Amanda Seals Show. Yeah. And give us a call at one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 We are here, and we are going to be here for a while. So don't mm-hmm. go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals show. Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah like the Bible. Let's get into some black year news. Let's talk about it. So a give, send, go campaign for Daniel Penny, the man charged with manslaughter. What'd you say? A give, send, go? Right. Don't it's like a... Like a uh, I've never heard a of bootleg that. Go find me. Absolutely. It sure <laughs> does. <laughs> well, yes. Maybe that, it's the go find me for white supremacists. Possibly. So Daniel Penny, the man who is charged with manslaughter, the death of Jordan Neely has topped $2 million, Amanda. $2 million on his give, send, go campaign. And the campaign actually received a boost after it was shared by none other than Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who called Penny a quote-unquote good Samaritan in a Friday night tweet and urged people to show him that America's got his back. I mean, what is there to say, you know? Audible sigh. What is there to say? You know, uh, the young lady... Mari Copney, mm-hmm. who's known as Little Miss Flint. Mm-hmm. Okay. She started, by the way, Flint hasn't had clean water for 15 years. Right. So let's just point that out. She started a GoFundMe for filters, for water filters for Flint. Needed a million dollars. Started four years ago. Yeah. It's still only at 600 something thousand. Okay. So the way people showed up for this killer, this literal murderer, mm-hmm. Versus the way that we should be showing up. Now, let's be real. 
she also didn't have an actual governor of right. Michigan say, hey, Check donate, <laughs> be, you know, let's show her and Flint that we as Americans are supporting. But even though I'm not a governor, uh, I would like to show her that we are supporting here at the Amanda Seals show. And luckily yes. we're in multiple states. So head on over to Lil Miss Flint. Um, and you can check it on her Instagram. That's probably the easiest way yeah. to get there. Her, her GoFundMe is linked there and drop a couple dollars. You know, the thing about it is that people think, well, if I only have $5, then why would I bother? But $5 add up very quickly, very quickly. And I think for, for your own sake, you know, if, if you want to just be selfish about it, donate to make yourself feel good. Right. <laughs> you did something good for the day. You did something good for the day. And that's not something to overlook. So we really need to raise that money and get her to a million dollars. And, you know, I can't even believe just how disgusting people are. We actually had a sister call in to supporting Daniel Penny and I almost wanted to fight her through the phone. I, I mean, for what it's worth, I will say on the note of even if it's small, doing something good, that's what it takes to spread good in the world. Like if every good person does something good, it it uh it fills the atmosphere the same way bad people do bad stuff and it sends shockwaves. If all the good people do something positive, we know it kind of balances out. If or, good people were as egregious with right. our goodness mm-hmm. as bad people are with their badness, you know, then that would be. But but what happens a lot of times, though, is that goodness feels like it needs to exist in modesty and humility. Mm-hmm. And modesty and humility is usually not loud. It's not invasive. Right. It's people not. People do it on a low. Like, I helped this person today. I didn't record it. I did it because it was the right thing to do. Versus bad people are like, everyone look at me do this bad thing because yes. I'm terrible. And then you have people who are like, well, the celebrities should be doing this and the celebrities should be doing that. And it's like, at the end of the day, Everybody should do, something. should do something. Right. Okay. Everybody should do something. That's it. So that being said, you can go to Lil Miss Flint. Actually, it's Little. It's I think little it's Little. Flint. Little Miss Flint. Not Lil. Not like Lil Wayne. Little like Little House on the Prairie. Little Miss Flint. Go to her page and donate to her GoFundMe. And let's get these filters for Detroit, for um, Flint. Flint mm-hmm. with the same vigor that they're getting legal help mm-hmm. for a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. And let's just always remember that if Jordan Neely were a white man, this would not be going down this way. No cap. No cap. This is the Amanda Seal show. What do you think? Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got more Black Hero News when we get back. Going to talk about uh, Jermaine Dupree, who was talking about Lotto mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how her success actually happened. And we I've never heard this story, so we're going to talk about it when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We were just talking about how... Uh, this murderer, Daniel Penny, raised $2 million mm-hmm. and we- With need, the help of a governor. With the help of a governor. With the help of a governor. And so I just want to remind y'all that uh, Flint has not, Flint, Michigan has not had clean water for 15 years. A young lady, Little Miss Flint, she was somebody who came out early in the beginning talking about, and she was so young at the time, talking about the why, why Flint needs water. Mm-hmm. And she, she posted how absolutely absurd it is that this man has raised this much money, yet she has not been able in four years to get to a million dollars in order to get filters for water. For people uh, to drink. Yeah. For people to drink water in Flint. <laughs> and so we are trying our best to, to bring some more light to this fundraiser that I did not know about uh, and to invigorate it, right? Because she made a point and she said, if I was a white girl like Greta Thunberg, They'd be all over me. Overflowing. Over. 
flowing. Okay. So make sure that after you go over and subscribe to my YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, <laughs> that you also go to Little Miss Flint on Instagram and support her. Yes. All right. Now let's get into the blacker news that we're talking about with uh, Jermaine Dupri. Jermaine Dupri. All right. So in an interview with Hip Hop DX, Jermaine Dupri gave his thoughts on the success of Lotto following, his, uh, following her winning his show, The Rap Game. So let's hear that clip. Okay. People keep always saying, Jermaine, you dropped the ball on Mulatto or Lotto, right? And I, what, I, I don't, what I don't think people understand is I put Lotto's record out. The, the deal was if you win on the rap game, you get a single from Jermaine Dupree on So So Death. That single came out. The problem was is that Lotto was 16 years old. And the outlets didn't support it. And then nobody was, like, speaking on it. So people didn't start talking about Lotto till she started making more vulgar records, dressing more sexual, being an adult. So it made me be like, damn, so is these kids not accepted? Well, I think what's also interesting is that I don't think it's about these kids being accepted. Mm -hmm. I think it's just about the fact that we continue to see that women in rap gotta be a certain way in order to get a certain push right to get that commercial look because obviously there, there are some who are not doing that route but they aren't getting the commercial buzz they're not on the grams they're not on they're not the princess of rap on on covers of magazines it's just what it is but what's interesting i thought about this because also jermaine dupree you know he's known for a good teen act now you know bow wow yes sir crisscross he'll put some teens together and make it shake yeah so I'm like, in this era, too, there are, like, no teen acts anymore. Like, growing up, I had, like, you know, Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, BCK. I had ABC. I had uh, The Boys. Mm -hmm. uh, Y'all don't understand. Aisha, you are the girl that I never had. Like, we had all of that. Uh, don't get me started on At the Playground. You know? Right. I mean, for what it's worth, the whole boy band group, the it's whole gone. boy band situation was gone. Because NSYNC mm -hmm. and Backstreet Boys, like, they, they were young. Even right. Britney Spears, right. we can go on and on. And on and you're right that's not a thing is it because the kids are too grown i mean social media i mean i think especially in rap music i do think there is something to be said about when you're like a teenager you're not really ready for adult rap they talking about some stuff you ain't ready for so i think like growing up like having a bow wow a la romeo they kind of talked about stuff you were going through like in high school like even as their age as they age and got older they're talking about relationships and things on your level versus you know pop that pop that going to the club when you 16 you ain't really going to the club I think there's no true space right now for teenagers and like preteens to really be that. Just teenagers and preteens. I, I don't know about you, but I be seeing young folks. I'd be like, y'all grown. Yeah, <laughs> like Monica with her little uh, 27 piece at 14. At grown. 14, Monica was like, it's just one of them days. At 14, I was like, mama. <laughs> I, I, I agree with, uh, with, with uh, Jermaine that the kids really aren't being accepted right now. And I, yeah. said, I think that says... A lot about the state of our nation, which, by the way, is in shambles. So we are in a nation of literal. It's shambles nation. Shambles nation. Yeah. Shambles nation. Shambles nation. We so change the like, you know, the core and like the flag to say that shambles nation. That's where we are. Welcome to shambles nation. I mean, literally, I think that this radio show is one of the few things that is keeping me sane right now mm -hmm. as we watch just this type, because this is a reflection of things being just out of proportion. Right. Right. Disordinate. All connected. Mm hmm. So we, we try and keep y'all like feeling like you're <laughs> not in shambles. <laughs> yes. Hit us up. Do you agree? Do you miss having young acts? Because I don't get me wrong. Like, I think even adults was like interesting. It was good music. Right, it was right. happy music. Right. 
1-855-AMANDA-8. Hit me up. 1-855-262-6328. Let me know your thoughts. This is the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, Amanda Seals? Hi. How you doing? I'm so tired. I heard you had that premiere last week with Mona, aka Don't Call Me White Girl out of Philly. We did. Small Doses Podcast really did a great job last week. We uh, thank all of you all for watching the latest episode, Side Effects of Being Light Skin with Zemona Dixon of Don't Call Me White Girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on this edition of Amanda in the Comments, Amanda in the Comments, Amanda goes in the Comments. Uh, we dive into the comment section of that. Now, you know what? Somebody did leave a comment on my Instagram yesterday morning saying, why don't you comb your hair before you do Instagram videos? And when I looked at her video, she was in a little mermaid wig. Uh, she was clearly over 60 Okay, and she, a lot of her pictures were selfies on a bus. And it's like, listen, (laughs) take your selfies, like live your life. Like, you know, nobody's stopping you, but do not come over here and try to come from my neck. And so I politely replied and said, Ma'am, why don't you pay attention and focus on not missing your stop on the bus and stop focusing on what I'm doing and not doing with my hair? I mean, honestly, that's important advice because you can't miss your stop on the bus. You went about the wrong things. I'm just saying. And listen, I po- I, t- I, 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 t- I uh, pinned it because that's what happens. If you come for me, I'm going to pin you. And I'm going to pin you like Nala and Simba. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And when I looked before we got on, like 909 people had responded to her. <laughs> now she really going to miss that She was trying to respond to them. You can't. You can't. You, Cause you came out of the gate. Like what, what was your, what was your. Well, your you wanted rowdy. Now you got rowdy. You wanted attention. F around. And find out. That's it. Okay. So let's go into these comments. Okay. What were people saying on the vid? On the vid, uh, someone said, what's so annoying is being a dark-skinned woman and being called a white girl because I don't, quote-unquote, talk black, <laughs> F-O-H. I'm not a dark-skinned woman, but sis, I relate, I relate. We talk about it some, a bit in the uh, episode, too, because I really feel like people have a lot of criteria for, like, what makes mm-hmm. you black. Mm-hmm. And I think that— That's why I got locks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> But that's really a thing. Like there's like for a lot of people, they are like, oh, you're only black if you X, Y, Z. Right. So many criteria. And for some of us, like we joke about it, like, well, if you haven't seen coming to America or if you don't eat, you know, macaroni and cheese, et cetera, et cetera. But no, they got more criteria than it takes to get uh, approved for a house. Baby. So (laughs) if you talk a certain way, people are like, oh, you're not black. And I understand the thought process of like, oh, like you are not exchanging in AAVE. And so it makes it seem like Mm -hmm. you're coming from a foreign space. But Mm -hmm. we know that blackness as a culture, as an ethnicity is very, very fluid by nature of where we've had to create space in this country. So when when I see stuff like that, I'd be like, cut it out. What else were they saying? They were saying, um... Jeremiah picked these comments. I don't think he did a good job. Because <laughs> honestly, when I looked at them, they were a lot of just like fanfare. People really, really just like Jew and Mona together. I'm really like, why did you pick these <laughs> these ones? All right. Well, I'm going to go to this other video because we did get to a chance to post the full video of Smart, Funny, and Black. You can watch it on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. And someone in the comments said... Uh, love this episode. Amanda Seals, you're really smart. Thanks. <laughs> also, so glad you got to secure your first and last name and your last name web domain. 
I mean, that's on, all right. on YouTube. That lets you know how long I've been at this. Okay. YouTube Amanda Seals TV. That's how long I've been at this. Anyways, you can watch all those videos on YouTube Amanda Seals TV. All right. So that's another edition of Amanda in the comments. You know, we kept it real, real clean. Mm-hmm. People we'll are nice. People are nice this week. <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah Like the Bible. And y'all know that we can't give you every headline and every story, but we want to make sure that you get informed. And so it's time for 60-second headlines. Jeremiah... All right. Looks like Jamie Foxx is feeling better because according to Variety magazine, he and his daughter Corinne are set to co-host the music game show, We Are Family. Now that's what I call coming out of the dark, okay? Because he said, you know what? I was down, but I'm back up. You know what's back up? Martha Stewart, because at 81, she becomes Sports Illustrated Swimsuit's oldest cover model. In things that I didn't need. <laughs> well, you might need this because the FDA has approved a once-a-day pill for dealing with uncomfortable hot flashes brought on by menopause. Oh, my God. I ain't there yet, but when I get there, I'm sure I'll be looking forward to this because I watched my mother go through them hot <laughs> flashes, and Lord, this does not look like something I want to experience. Pop a pill, now you're not sweating mm-hmm, anymore. That's mm-hmm. it. All right. Also, Vice Media, the startup known for its edgy visual storytelling, filed bankruptcy on Monday, Chapter 11. Let me tell you something. They were telling too much truth, and they said, we're coming for you. Typing it. That's some point they're going to come for me and they're going to find out things that I already am willing to talk about. So (laughs) we'll see how that turns out. That's what happens when you're a truth teller. And that's what happens right here in 60 second headlines. All right. We got more show for you right here for the Amanda Seal show. When we get back now, now back in the back in the day, a few months ago, we talked to the black Colorado ranchers Mm -hmm. who were being harassed by not only their neighbors, by also the police in their town. And y'all, we've got some great news to report about it. Plus the big up let down. Keep it locked right here. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. like the Bible. And today is May 16th. It's my mama's birthday. Happy birthday, Natty. Happy, Happy birthday, Natty. Happy birthday. This is when it gets difficult. Happy birthday. See, that's what, yeah. I don't know where you were going. Well, because we try and do the, I, was, right. I feel like the black people, I was trying to do the chorus, but then everybody's like, who's taking the melody? Right, right, right. Who's right. taking the melody? Today is also international Day of living in peace. And it's also, which which clearly is not being uh, observed here in America. It's also National Honor of LGBT Elders Day. Did you know that? I did not know that. Shout out to the LGBT. Do you have any LGBT elder, elders that you want to shout out? 
Um, not off the top of my brain. I'm sure they're out there in my in my life. Who are my also elder sounds like so I was much older. Hey, <laughs> elder sounds hella older. I feel like there's some people that if I said that to them, right. they'll be like, ah, miss me. <laughs> it's also National Mimosa Day, by the way. So there's that. And we would actually probably need mimosas in the way that we are not living together in peace. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got some black here news, Jeremiah. We do. We gotta talk about the criminal charges that were Placed upon some black Colorado ranchers. They were on the show a few months ago. Well, we got some good news and an update on this story. Plus, last week, everybody was talking about Anita and Babyface beefing, mm. apparently. We gotta give our takes on it, Amanda. People are waiting for us to talk about it. Listen, I we know. heard about it and I got thoughts. We got thoughts. Plus, the big up letdown is coming up this hour. You know what it is. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Hit us up, one eight five five amanda 8 And remember, if you're missing anything from the show, if you miss a break, a day, a week, all good. Go to wherever you get your podcast and listen. And right now, it's time to continue listening and laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. What's good, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Your favorite. Like <laughs> and your favorite. Did you think I was like having a brain fart? Right. I was like, is that he, my key? Definitely. No, I'm not having a brain fart. But I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I want to thank everybody who is out there coming to Smart, Funny, and Black on Thursday. If you mm-hmm. would like to get free tickets, we actually raised a hun- we raised funds for 140 free tickets to be distributed for Smart, Funny, and Black on Thursday in Los Angeles. If you want to come to the show and you don't got the funds, well, baby, we got you. Go to smartfunnyandblack.com backslash free dash tickets sign up and join us okay awesome what do we got for black Herd news so we talked we talked about the black ranchers being on your show we were being chased off the road uh followed and then like after that incident maybe a few weeks later our ranch hand was murdered that was that was pre-jeremiah like you know pre-jesus or what is it bc hilarious uh, before christ oh um, but we have good news <laughs> bj, BJ. Oh, 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 oh. okay well <laughs> we have good news to report because all charges brought against the two black ranchers courtney and nicole mallory in el paso county colorado amid the claims of facing racial harassment on their property during the two-month dispute with their neighbor and law enforcement they've been dismissed amanda Dismissed. With the some of the charges included felony stalking, tampering, tampering with utility meter. I just want to. I I just want to be clear. These (laughs) these are the charges that were being brought against them. Yes, yes. Even though they were reporting that their neighbors were stalking them and harassing them even their rancher their ranch hand was murdered right on their property and some of their like animals were were yes right yes. I mean, I think there's very much uh, a, a process that people are forced to go through. Mm-hmm. And so much of it ends up being, can we wear you down before this process goes the way it's supposed to go? Right. right. And I think that's what we watched right here mm-hmm. with uh, with the, the ranchers in Colorado. And um, Courtney and Nicole Mallory joined us here. And at the time, I mean, I could just see how frustrated and fearful they were because they were literally being stalked. They were being harassed. These people were coming on their property. These people were pasturing their... their mm-hmm. I even know about this but like if you have land other people should not be bringing their land their uh livestock on your land right. to pasture mm. that's trespassing yeah and it really is just wild the ways in which white people get away with harassing black people for nothing other than minding their business also in this scenario too they're like in a space of like isolation because they're like out in the country so it's kind of like there aren't even it's like things go 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 left in the country. There's no one kind of to help fin- help you fin, especially the law enforcement. It's literally Ben Crump. 
That's right. all you got. Right, right. Ben Crump. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Mallory's and we hope that this is a turn in a better direction and an upswing and then being able to, you know, just live a peaceful life right. on a ranch, which is what they plan. They literally left Houston, ratchet Houston. Y'all know about Houston. They yeah, left yeah. Houston to go be on a farm only to be harassed and have to live in terror. Mm-hmm. They just want to hang with the pigs. That's it. And the horses. They can't do that. Black folks can't do that. It's like a list of things black people can't do. Can't live on a ranch. <laughs> can't ride the subway. You can't do You can't ride a city bike. Nope. We're in New York without a physician's assistant trying to steal the bike that you didn't already put on your account. C- can't do it. Child. Can't do it. This is America. <sighs> Y'all, hit us up with your thoughts. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back. R&B and the B stands for beef (laughs) rhythm and beef Anita Baker versus Babyface we gonna get into it when we get back the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up welcome back y'all this is the Amanda Seal show I am Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah like the bible okay so Jeremiah if you went to a concert Mm -hmm. and on the marquee Mm -hmm. let's say it said escape and SWV (laughs) okay but then you like get to the concert and the doors are supposed to open at seven uh-huh. and you stand outside till eight. Okay. So we late already. Then you get in at eight mm-hmm. and somebody tells you, Hey y'all actually escape is not performing tonight so that there's enough time for SWV. What? Would you feel some type of way? I would. Cause I paid money to see both them people. Well, baby, that is what happened at the Prudential center in Newark, New Jersey last week with Babyface and uh, Anita heard about Baker. This, heard about but it got, Reported as like that they're beefing, they're beefing, but I didn't. I didn't really. I mean, listen. I guess apparently, if this happens, this is indicative of beef. Mm-hmm. But apparently, the story is that somebody was sound checking Anita <laughs> too late, and so it pushed the show back. The show back, and these venues have curfews. They going home, and so listen. The the people could not hear Babyface. When will I see you again? And I saw a lot of people really upset because they really came to see Babyface. I was going to say, that's the kind of headlining, that's the kind of concert where like, it's, it, there's a headliner, but this is a co- Right, right. Headline. And for what it's worth, I think even when you have a show with multiple acts, some people actually came for one person versus the other person. So it's kind of like, the person actually really came to see, not performing, I want money back. I'm mad that I miss Guy. When I went to go see Guy and Keith Sweat and mm-hmm. New Edition, um, we miss Guy. Like, it was just, we got there, like, they, they wasn't playing with the time. They said, we got to start. Because, again, these people are trying to go home. They said, if the, sh- if the show over at 11, 11, not 11.05, 11.02, you'd be off stage. But the word is that apparently Luther used to do this to Anita. Really? <laughs> What's going on with the legends? What's I don't know. On? I saw a video, that video where Luther and, uh, and, Whitney and Dionne Warwick, they're all singing. Mm-hmm. That's what friends are for. I don't know if you've ever seen this video, no. but basically Whitney at, has her part and she sings and you can see Luther realize like, oh, you playing in my face. Like you think I can't sing. And he comes after and is like, Ooh. and you just like, oh, this was when like folks was really out here blowing. Sing it, sing it. And I'm- I think that's the other reason why people want to go to an Anita Baker and Babyface concert mm-hmm. because they want to hear real singing. Yes. They, they both have hits. They have classics. First they also have vocals. Babyface done wrote his own classics than like a slew of other people's classics. He could just sing other people's songs for the whole night. The he whole night. He didn't got to get to his The song. first time I went to see John Legend, he actually had a whole section of his show where he just sang the songs that he had written for other people. Really? Yes. I love that. That's a flex. But like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It checks off these two. I've been in your ears before you even knew. 
Well, if y'all got to go to the show, let me know what you thought about it. Was Anita, did, she, did Anita hold it down enough for y'all to be okay with missing baby face? Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8, 1-855-262-6328. I've been to an Anita concert, and let me tell you, she was she was singing, baby. She was caught up. I saw Anita right before the pandemic, like literally February, and she was hitting notes. I did not, I guess because... On record, she sounds more jazzy, mm-hmm. but in person, she is bo- like singing. Right, right. I feel like on record, it sounds like. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of singers. We talked about this before, where sometimes singers have to quote unquote dumb down their vocals for, like, mm, for the record. When yeah. you live, you can let it let, let it, it rip. You let it. it rip. Well, you know what? We actually let it rip at every Smart, Funny, and Black show. And we sing a whole medley of classic records at the end of the show and throughout the show. And one of the records that we make a habit of singing with our audience is Rapture. So if you're a Need to Make a Fan and you want to come to Smart, Funny, and Black, you're going to not only get a great comedy show, but you're also going to get the opportunity to sing one of your favorite records with the whole crowd. And it sounds amazing when everybody says, which is also my ringtone. And you also start on time, so... Baby. And you out on time. You know what? I can't promise that we're out on time because sometimes it feels like a revival. Because the Keenan and Kel, the Keenan and Kel show that we did for Smart Funny and Black definitely was three hours long. I mean, that shit, shit lights off on you, if anything. Like, all right, y'all, time to go home. <laughs> you gotta go home, but you gotta get out of here. Well, we love y'all, and uh, I hope y'all enjoyed their show, and I hope you're enjoying our show because we've got more show for you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. How many more times can I say show? Show, 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 show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for the Big Up, Big Up Letdown. Y'all, let's get into the Big Up Letdown. Y'all know how this goes down every day. We give somebody props for some dopeness and we give somebody blows for some whackness. And today's Big Up goes again to Jalen Hurts. Two days in a row. Yes. Now, Jalen Hurts, he got the big up yesterday for getting his master's degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also, of course, the highest now, highest paid uh, NFL Still quarterback playing. in history. Well, <laughs> there's been a reveal, y'all. What was the reveal? Jalen Hurts is out here. Boot up. Boot up. With his girlfriend. And she looks like she is pregnant. And she is also a sister. We got to we got to get props to that. Why do we have to get props to that, Amanda? Because, okay, there is a very strong need to continue to develop the black family and Mm -hmm. to continue to lift black love. Okay, Mm -hmm. we 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 it is there's nothing wrong with supporting black love. And I want to support her silk press because, baby, the press press was pressing. Is the silk press the new French roll for black women? (laughs) Because they be silking and pressing. Because let me tell you, there was not a frayed edge in sight. That joint says, y'all know what that sound effect means. So I think it's just a beautiful thing that Jalen Hurts, who is such a big time professional athlete, has got a sister by his side. And so often we just see that that's not the case. Right. Because I don't know if you've seen the previous pictures of when um, Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. His uh, OG girlfriend. His OG girlfriend when he got drafted. And I saw a picture of Freeze Frame that was like, she really thought she was about to come up. Did and he ever said, one, one two, two, step. <laughs> yes, that's chemistry right 
there. That's chemistry right. right there. Today's letdown goes to. <clears throat> The Louisiana House voted to make juvenile records public in three majority black parishes. And we're not talking about juvenile the rapper, right? <sighs> huh? No, we are not. So here's the thing. The juvenile records would be public in East Baton Rouge, New Orleans, mm-hmm. and Cato, but not in the wider parishes of Jefferson, St. Tammany, and Lafayette. Now, we know that when you have a juvenile record, when you have a record of any kind, this country loves to be holding that record over your head the whole time. There's no such thing as doing time served in this country, like uh-huh. doing your time. None of that. You do your time, then you get out, and that will follow you for ever. You're going to have to put it on loan applications, job applications, mm-hmm. even to adopt a dog. You're going to end up having to put it on there. So okay. when we see this, we know that there's a sinister duplicitousness that is coming behind it. Yesterday on um yesterday when we were doing uh come on. Um why can't I think of it? Oh my the gosh. Radio show? No, uh, no, when we did the segment darndest uh, politicians say the darndest thing. thing, we had the senator from Louisiana who literally was like talking crazy to Mexico, like mm-hmm. to the country. As a whole, as an entity, as an entity, and we have we see that okay. Well, if this is your sen- this is your senator, and he's a full racist, mm. we see how stuff like this happens. Mm. So this is a letdown because once again, it attempts to keep black people in a cycle of incarceration. Yep. And if you cannot make a mistake when you are a juvenile and be able to move past that, why is there even why is there even a juvenile ca- classification? Why it's supposed to be expunged. The record is supposed to be sealed or expunged. So that is a letdown and it is disgusting. And, uh, you know, the reality is, is that it's not even about convictions, by the way. It's it's also about accusations. That's crazy. So even if you were not convicted, if you went through the system. Just a trial or even pre-trial. Yes. That is today's. Letdown. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And we love that y'all listen. So if you miss out anything on the show, make sure to check out our daily podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we love taking y'all calls on our topics, or maybe need some advice, or just want to say what's up. Call us anytime at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And Amanda, you all love this. We got another caller talking about spinning that block. Let's check it out. What's up, Amanda Seals? This is Chance and my husband, Cordon. But we're talking about spinning the block. I do not mind I spin the block itch. <laughs> if it's under the right circumstances, because I have spun the block with my previous relationship. Granted, it didn't work out the second time, but I was glad I gave it a second chance. And I got a next few out of it. It depends on why we're spinning the block. Because if we're spinning the block and it's just a link up, we're both in good different headspaces, that's one thing. But if we spin in the block and you cheated, I absolutely cannot 
deal with that. So I can only spin the block if I'm in a good space and then when the things ended amicably and over a reason that isn't, you know, something that says something about your character. Because cheating says something about your character. It mm-hmm. does, but it could have been a bachelor party. I could have been drunk. I yeah. could have been drunk. <laughs> All things all about the circumstances. Anyway, thank you, Amanda Seals and Jeremiah Lack the Bible. Blah, 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 blah. The conversation. <laughs> I love them. I'm screaming. I love them. And also, yes, we're using the word amicably. 10 points for Gryffindor. We love a vocab moment. We love a vocab moment. I want to know how many couples were like arguing about this in the car when they heard it. It was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Some of them couples were like, thank you for spending the block right, on me. Right. Y'all give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We've been talking all week about spending the block. And what that means is going back to somebody that may not have worked out with in the past, but you said, you know what? I'm going to give it a second chance. The second time around. Are you for it? Are you against it? What are your rules about it? Call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. We'll be right back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Yes, yes, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals joined by Jeremiah like the Bible. And on this day in history, on May 16th, 1929, the first Academy Awards were awarded. Is that when he had Hattie McDaniel in the bag? I think so. Because, you know, th- listen, if we thought the Oscars were white now, we're so white now, baby, they was muy blanquito. Mm-hmm. Muy blanquito. Speaking of muy blanquito, what black hair news do we have coming up this hour? Is that what? Black, very black. Okay. No, blanquito. Oh, blanquito. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking negro. Okay, my bad. What, is, what does that mean? What, muy blanquito, very white. That's right. Okay. In my mind, hella white, but... <laughs> I got an A in Spanish two and three, just so you know. But for Spanish black- two and you took Spanish three. Why? To graduate from high school. You had to take three years of Spanish mm-hmm. to graduate. Okay, Alana. Did I learn that much? Probably not. But I got yes. an A. But in Blacker news, we have to talk about these schools in Florida because there's a teacher that's under investigation for showing a Disney cartoon. Amanda, a Disney cartoon. Mind you, when, uh, go on, next. <laughs> Let's talk about Sherry Shepard. She had revealed her very uh, her first years at The uh, View were very painful. And the reason are be interest, interesting. Mm-hmm. So I want you to hear this, this clip I had pulled for us. Okay. And plus, group chat. We got to talk about no children being raised the same. Apparently they say like your parents' trauma might, you know, show up differently with each child. So we got to discuss that as well. Well, you know, you are a sibling of what? There's like three of you? Yeah, three more of you? Yeah, three, three more of me. <laughs> well, there's four, four of, of you. All together. And you have like siblings as well. I do have four siblings. Mm-hmm. So this intro, we got to break that down about these siblings and these parents. It's also fascinating to see how different siblings respond to the same parent. Oh yeah, on the reverse. That's yeah. Interesting too. We got to talk about that. All right. Keep it locked right here. This is the Amanda Seal Show and uh, we got more show for you. Remember, Smart, Funny and Black Live going down right here in Los Angeles on Thursday, May 18th at the Novo. Get your tickets at amandaseals.com. It's going to be Jaleel White versus Wayne Brady. Going to be a good old black time. And if you want to try to get free tickets, we actually have free tickets available for folks and uh, it's really a first come, first serve situation so don't play yourself. Go to Smart, Funny and black.com backslash free dash tickets sign up and get your free tickets all right we are going to keep going because that's what we do right here it's time to listen laugh and learn it's the amanda seal show
Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I might do some stand up this weekend. Really? Yes, I was asked to come and do stand up this weekend, but I'm thinking about it because I'm not really in a stand up state of mind, and I feel like I'll end up doing a TED Talk again. So you got a radio show this week. You got uh, Smart, Funny, and Black at the Novo in stand up. Okay, that might be a bit much. <laughs> I mean, you, can do, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got going on in Black Hair News? Well, apparently in Florida, you can't do this because a Florida teacher is under investigation by the Department of Education. And this is why at a Hernando County School Board meeting in Florida, fifth grade teacher Jenna Barbie alleged that a school board member, Shannon Rodriguez, reported her to the Board of Education for showing her students Disney's 20, 2022 film, Strange World. And it's Disney's first movie with an openly gay character. Ha ha. You know, in, in Florida, apparently you can't say gay in schools because they'll lock you up in a dungeon like the Trunchable. I hope, you know what? I was going to say that I hope that Shannon Rodriguez, <laughs> I hope that her children are all gay. But I don't because then her their parents are going to disown them yeah, because yeah. they're terrible people. Mm-hmm. You know, this, the thing about it. So I watched a video of the teacher talking about this whole situation right. and basically saying that really what happened was the kids had been doing standardized testing all day. It's the end of the day. And they were watching a movie. She also said that they had gotten signed permission slips earlier in the year to show PG movies. Mm-hmm. Right. So she didn't think there was anything wrong with it. And basically one of the kids, she, well, she had like kids from other classes in her mm-hmm. class. And I guess this woman's child was a part of that batch. And so she's training her child to be a snitch <laughs> and her child went and told her that there was a gay character in the movie. And there's so always she, one in the class. there's right? always one. And so, you know, she set forth in trying to vilify this woman. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've seen the movie strange world, you know that the character being gay has literally no effect on the plot of the movie. The movie is more so about ecosystems. And she was saying that that's why she showed it mm-hmm. because they were talking about ecosystems and climate and class. And so this was a movie that shows the way ecosystems work together, et cetera. It's just really frustrating because you can see very clearly how the fascism is taking and is taking hold. You see very clearly when they are attacking teachers in this way that this is a clear result of government doing exactly what it's not supposed to do, which is affect the daily lives of people in a way that is uh, coercive, that is oppressive and that is suppressive. And, you know, I think there's a lot of probably white people that didn't think it was going to come to them. Yeah. They always think it's not a, it's not going to come to them. But in Florida, it's so... Well, they're going to check off every other box. So, you know, <laughs> only a few people left. So it's really frustrating. And I think um, that is a very real... I think it's a very real reality that you can't really live in Florida right now if you're not going with the flow mm. of fascism. Right, right. It, it's causing people to have to leave who mm. have been ro- born and raised there. And I think it's really scary. And I hope that, I hope that there's some type of relief given to the families and the teachers and the people who are being affected by the uh, criminality like and the terrorism. No, not legislation. The criminality and the terrorism of Ron DeSantis. I agree. But also, can I just say this? I promise y'all, a Disney movie ain't gonna make your child gay. If that's if that's your worry, deep deep seated fear, it's not gonna happen. Do you know what makes your child gay? Be, them being gay. You, your DNA, 
Cause they they showing up how they showing up right right like the the bonkers like for because I know there's people listening right now who are like well I still don't want my child seeing gay things why right what is the fear if the fear is that if your child sees something gay that they're going to be gay then what do you think life is how do you mm-hmm. think life works right. right because did you have to see people be straight to be straight right right I didn't. I didn't either. I mean, I grew up in a straight household. And look at you. (laughs) You're gay as the day is done. (laughs) I don't know if I'm that gay. But but I definitely grew up in a very, I have all brothers. All of us played sports. Like, it's very, like, heterosexual. Like, it's not, it wasn't given. Let's go be gay. (laughs) And it's not like you was like, but I have my uncle, Bobby, and that's who make. Right. So I just wish people would stop with the ignorance. And I wish people would stop with with being unable to just acknowledge that other Mm -hmm. people are different from them. That's it. If you want to spend your time doing something important, go like, you know, there's so many things actually to fight against. Go do that. But y'all be picking up these random like culture <laughs> fights that have no effect on anything. Honestly, we've been for real, for real. Nothing. It just makes you feel like you're living life fully and you're actually a completely depleted person. Ba-da-ba. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. We're back. Here we are at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. Now, Jeremiah, when we finished the last break, we were talking about how, like, this teacher in, in Florida is being vilified because she showed a movie that has a gay character in the movie. A the gay movie, character. The movie is not about gayness, about LGBTQ, none of that. It's called Strange World. It's an animated mm-hmm. Disney movie. But I was going to say, like I usually say at the end of a break, like, you know, hit us up. Let me know your thoughts. one 855 8 But I stopped myself because... What ends up happening when you kind of frame something as basic as like, you know, let me know your thoughts in that context. Mm. People think that I want to hear them tell me about whether people should be gay or not. Right. And we don't care. We don't. And I hate when people do things like put up on a, on a, like a, on Instagram, like a question, like, can you be born gay or, or are you just taught gay? Thoughts. <laughs> thoughts. People love a thoughts caption. People love a thoughts caption. I can't stand it. But. What I also couldn't stand was being on a panel show on daytime. Really? It was a rough time. Well, I'm sure you have lots of thoughts on this because Sherry Shepard was on Jamel Hill's podcast and she said this about her first few years working on The View. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, maybe five months in, Bill Getty and Barbara Walters brought me downstairs. They were like, every black woman in America hates you. (laughs) And I was like, what did I do? He literally and Bill Getty said to me, they think you are the dumbest most ignorant ghetto girl they've ever met in their life. When I tell you, I was devastated. And that's when Barbara said, you got to, you got to read here. You got to, you got to be able to explain why you believe the way you believe. You can't just say, well, cause that's what I learned in church. And I think so in the interview, she also kind of like expounds upon that. The fact that, you know, before then she grew up like religious and what was, what the Bible says, what the Bible said, what the pastor said, what the pastor said, you didn't you didn't question it. And now you're on a show revolving around politics mm. and things of that nature. She said she didn't even like get into politics before that, before that show. Like she wasn't really well versed in like civics and things of that nature. And now you sit next to Barbara Walters and a conservative that's arguing about during the time of Barack Obama and John McCain. Girl. So she like, I had to get it together. Girl, you gotta get it together. <laughs> and Barbara Walters like held her feet to the fire. Like she wasn't coddling her through it. And she talked about how like she really was like crying a lot of times on that show <laughs> behind the scenes. 
You know, it's really interesting because I think that I had the opposite of experience, mm-hmm. right? Like when I was at the real, it was, why are you talking about things that right. actually have depth that have substance? Like mm-hmm. we actually don't want that. And so I was crying because I thought I was coming to a place where I could not only be myself, but hopefully like help invoke change and like mm-hmm. encourage people to challenge the things that are being presented to them. Mm-hmm. And the environment was like, nah. So to that, I'm curious to ask you this because what is the difference between like a space that's like refining you? Like, and I feel like in Sherry's case where she felt like this space helped me grow, like I was crying, like Barbara was hard on me, but from it, I grew versus a space that is like damaging you and like breaking you down. Cause sometimes that's like, it feels the same sometimes when you in it, you like, are, am I growing or am I just like falling to pieces? Well, I always use the metric of a challenge versus a stress. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, learning can be, quote unquote, stressful if you are somebody that doesn't consider learning to be a positive thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she was being pressed to expand, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think that that is uh, draining. Mm-hmm. That's at the end of the day, it ends up being fulfilling because it's like going to the gym. So it's challenging. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but you're going to feel weak at first, right? Mm-hmm. When you first start going to the gym, you feel weak at first because your muscles are like, oh my God, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And then you turn over and you actually get stronger. And now it's on an uphill swing in a, in a negative toxic space. You are being depleted. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I feel like that's the difference. You're being depleted and people are taking from you versus pouring into you. I don't know what the tone was and how they told this to her. Mm. I think that is a bit harsh. And I would have <laughs> definitely felt like, God, dang, why are you covering my neck like that? But I do feel like if the effort was presented to her as like, we want you to show up as your best self, mm-hmm. not just you're messing up our show. Right. Those are two different things. Well, she did say that when she first started, the, apparently the black women loved her. She's a breath of fresh air. Then she started talking about stuff she didn't know about. And they were like, oh, wait, you don't know. Enough. You got to challenge yourself, man. And you know, the best way to be challenged is to be made to feel stupid. And black women, I feel like when you're representing them, they let you know, like, um, girl. You making us look bad. You got to step up. On a daytime talk show, man, they like, listen. you just got to read a book real quick. And then come back. <laughs> well, we love Sherry Shepard. Big fan. She's always been kind to me. And uh, I can't her wait. Own show. I know she got her own show. And I hope I get to go and visit and have a good time and hang out with her. So shout out to Sherry Shepard and shout out to, and just shout out to Jamel Hill as well. Always keeping a buck just like we do right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. one 855 8 is the number. Call us up. When we get back, we got more Black Heroes. No, that's actually it for Black Heroes. When we get back, we got the group chat. Ooh, I love a group chat. Let's get into it. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Hit those phones now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat on the Amanda Seals Show. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. All right. Is it group chat time? It is because I'm always on the social medias. And I came across this clip from the Express Yourself Black Man podcast. And they were talking about, you know, parents and how, like, 
they have different relationships with each kid and how that could be affected depending on your parents' like wounds they have. Let's check that out. Dr. Gamora Mate said that no siblings are like all raised the same because mm-hmm. each of you are triggering something different within your parent, depending on what their trauma is. So it is true that like, it's not really necessarily that your mom doesn't like love all of you, but they do treat you differently depending on what you're bringing up in them. I mean, I think that's a real like bold general <laughs> statement. Um, you know what, though? I think as and as somebody who's not a mother, but just mm-hmm. has a lot of friends who are mothers, which I always remember on Mother's Day because I have to just copy and paste. I mean, it's just I've now started a new thing now where I'm literally like uh, you have to become a mother in the last year. I'm screaming. <laughs> the OG mama, she got you. Yeah, flowers. I'm like, y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. Um, at the end of the day, we've all we've as kids had to learn when we grow up that our parents are just people. Right, right. Well, as kids, we're also just people. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think at Ultimately, like your parents are interacting with you differently because you're also like an individual, right? Like different kids are also not just bringing up different things in parents, but they're also like showing up, showing up differently, you know, like my dad doesn't rock with me, uh, largely because I was a kid who was not having it. Right. Right. Versus other kids are like, "Eh," or you just kind of like more passive. Who me? Well, other kids, I'm saying other, like sometimes you have a kid. Well, his other kids are more. Um, I mean, honestly, my oldest sister, my oldest of my youngest sisters, like she was just like me. And so she had a rough time with him because she wasn't here for it, right, you know? Right. And she was like, what? No. Mm. But then like our sec, our sister who's younger than her, she think he cool. <laughs> she like, I mean, whatever. Like she, cause she's not somebody who's like bothered by that. It's like very nonchalant. So. Yes. And then my two brothers, they're just, they're just like real mellow laid back <laughs> dudes anyway. But they're also like, yeah, he wow. <laughs> I mean, I think there is something to be said about, I think sometimes when parents have a kid that's just like them, they interact them in a, in a particular way. Cause you're, it's, it's like, mm. you put a you on you. Like my brother has a daughter, my niece, who was just as stubborn as he is. And Ooh. it's like, you have a kid that, that's doing the same thing you do. It's like, oh wait, it's like you outside your body. And it's kind of like, it's hard to kind of, it's like, like bulls fighting each other because they're reacting in the way that you react and you don't like it now. Cause it's like, wait. I called my man, I called my, my dad brother one time. Uh-huh. In an argument, brother, you need to. That man's head almost exploded, like in front of my face. He like could, he could not believe that I did not refer to him as dad. And I was just like, because I'm done, right? But also, you can't stand that mm-hmm. someone is meeting you where you're at. At you, mm-hmm. they don't like that. They don't like. That. Also, I think too, when parents do have, I think kids show up a certain way. Like we have kids who are more more outspoken, some are that are more passive. I think sometimes parents get kids, they don't know what to do with it all. It's kind of like... There's that. Yes. You're just... Different. (laughs) I was that too. I think I was that too for my father. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, I can't... Like, you're not typical. Like, you're not just... And I think certain parents have this this expectation that kids are going to be a certain way. Right. They're going to be, like, disciplined and obedient. Mm -hmm. You know, they only have one vision for what children should be. And so when you are not that... Uh it's like what, what, what especially if they weren't like that as a kid like well when I was a kid I was like this was like well this child is jumping off walls and doing cartwheels but you were also a kid in another time yeah you know I think that's very fascinating because the trauma part of it too speaks to I think the fact that ultimately like the kids are going to go through different things as mm-hmm. well like they're not just different people they're going to have different experiences and 
even the way you came into the world is different for some parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you had an easy birth with this first child, but then the second child gave you hell, right? They may have just a completely different or relationship look, to you. Or if you don't mess with their daddy no more, but you, they look like their daddy. Like, you see that too, but just like yo, the man I don't love no more. Or that or that parent like left. People have resentment towards a child if like oh, their parent left. Yeah. Like, it becomes a whole thing. Ooh. I mean, when you see parents talk about like, you're not my favorite, et cetera, et cetera. I think sometimes it's also based on like who they can understand better, who they relate to better. Do you think who, parents have favorites? Absolutely. How can parents not have favorites? Because okay. I know my mom's my favorite is, but she tried to act like they ain't her favorite. I think it's not. Okay. Here, let me say this. I don't think it's that they love them more, right, but I think they yeah. just connect with them in right. a different way. I'm interested what people got to say. I know they listening. So, you know, call us up, y'all, at one eight five five amanda 8 one eight five five amanda 8 that's how it goes. Keep it locked. Right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Do you have favorites? Are you the parent that has favorites? Who's your favorite? <laughs> Shout out your favorite. <laughs> we trying to get you on Joe. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Woohoo! This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we have been doing the dang thing all dang day. Yes, we have. And uh it's time to get into a little segment that we like to call How Black Am I Gonna Have to Get? That's not actually the name of the segment. <laughs> Pretty close, though. <laughs> do you feel Jeremiah, how black do you feel today? I feel as black as 1867. And you're like, what is 1867? It is the year Howard University was founded. You know why? Not because Joe Biden was there. We talked about that yesterday. But because I got to meet a fellow Howard Bison today, Ananda Lewis. Oh, my God. You took mine. Really? Yeah. Because she dropped. Okay. We talked about this yesterday, how like black institutions, when you have someone like Joe Biden speaking at your graduation, it's like, what's going on here? What's going on here? Right. You forget like this is a place where culture is made. This is a place where thoughts are shared. People are young black minds are groomed. Yes. To go out into the world and blossom and learn and really be impactful. And when I met Anana today, she was talking on your podcast. Coming soon, y'all. The episode was good. Yes. Say, say a lot. She really just reminded me that, oh, wow, like she's not only impacted like television as like a VJ on MTV and done that, but really has taken her breast cancer diagnosis and really used her breadth of knowledge to heal her body. Yeah. And it's like, I love that. I love that. I was learning. I yeah. want to get my notebook out. And stuff <laughs> down. Well... Are you going to ask me how black I feel? Yes. How black do you feel today? I feel as black as my favorite GIF, which is Whitney Houston and Natalie Cole the at point. the American Music Awards <laughs> when Natalie was on stage accepting the award and pointed at Whitney and Whitney pointed back and they said, <laughs> and they shared an inside joke because that's how it felt meeting Ananda today. It was okay. It felt like two sisters who have been through the Viacom system who were hosts on MTV <laughs> and we were having a ha 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 inside joke moment mm. like the whole episode and you see it when you when you listen and watch the episode you're going to see it like we burst out in the song many times you got to bring her back we got to bring her back and talk about just something else i right. mean she's just she really just like she just exemplified brilliance mm. and beauty in a way beauty. that beautiful <laughs> like beyond right to me it's always been my girl crush but I have to expand. Not as beautiful. I have to expand. Like when she said she was 50, I was like, <laughs> no, you're, you're not. Liar. You're a liar. <laughs> Get out of here. Why you mom was lying. Yeah, it was definitely 
it's cat patient, but I think it's, um, it's really dope when you meet your heroes. Mm -hmm. Like, and for me, Ananda was somebody that was doing the thing that I wanted to do. I always wanted to be an MTV host and she was there. And like, I was watching her at a very, you know, influential time in my life, adolescence, you know, when I'm coming into my own, it's like, Oh, like she's, she's here. She's doing the thing. She's cool. Like she's fly. I can be cool fly doing the thing too. And so for now, not only for us to be in the same room and somewhat be peers at this point, but for her to also like very openly express like her pride and like admiration of me, Mm -hmm. it was just like, (laughs) and y'all got in right before they uh, shut down all the MCV shows. So you got it. Cause now it's just ridiculousness. So you got in. (laughs) Facts. You got your Check that for your bucket list. Factory. Well, y'all that is. How do you feel? And uh, keep your ears and eyes open for when we drop the episode that we recorded today, Mm -hmm. which is side effects of beating breast cancer with Ananda Lewis on Small Doses Podcast. All right. And if you want to look at if you want to listen to Small Doses Podcast, make sure you go wherever you get your podcast and you can watch Small Doses Podcast that Small Doses Podcast Mm -hmm. on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. The latest episode that we have out right now. It's side effects of being light skinned. Mm-hmm. Wins on coming white girl, aka Mona Dixon. So make sure you check that out. All right, when we get back, we have got uh, six second headlines. We got a big up, let down. All that coming up in the next hour, right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Jeremiah like the Bible. It is May 16th, which is not only my mom's birthday. It's okay. Who else is there? It's also Tina Jackson's birthday, and I did not know that. I get so lonely. Y'all don't understand. My love for Janet. Yes. If I was your girl, all the things I do to you. Um, when I first met Janet. I actually had texted Jermaine Dupree and was like, I'm like sitting next to Janet. And he was like, where are you? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you because I don't know if she told you where she is. And I'm not trying to blow up her right, spot. Right, right. And then Janet came over and was like, oh, I didn't know you were friends with Jermaine. And she was like, and I was like, yes. And he said, she said that he told her on the text in that amount of time that I know Janet Jackson choreography. because <laughs> She's like, do it now. Because I had seen him recently and was like, I love Janet so much. Here's the choreo. So, you know, shout out to Janet Jackson. She is actually going to be performing in LA and there's a good chance there's a good chance I'm going to be able to go to the show my favorite oh my god my favorite little meme and gift going on right now is Janet Jackson in Atlanta saying "Ooh, y'all smoking up in here (laughs) because apparently they were smoking and we all up in the show in Atlanta and Jen was getting a contact well, let me tell you, this May 16th is a big day for black creatives and black just excellence. Really? Special ed also. Okay. Yeah, I'm on a mission. Ralph Transvan. Okay. Sensitivity. Beautiful day today. Beautiful, beautiful gals. She's beautiful gals. In good company. In great company. So shout out to all the Tauruses and your birthday. We want to wish you a happy birthday. All right, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have Politicians Have the Darndest Things, one of our favorite segments here on the Amanda Seal Show. Mm-hmm. 60 second headlines, in case you guys missed it. Plus, 
You gotta give out, give out your big up and let down. Yes, I do. I have to get that out expeditiously. People are waiting for it. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts because it's available everywhere podcasts are available. You can also search The Amanda Seal Show to find it. Okay? Also, if you are in Los Angeles on May 18th, that's Thursday, come on out to the Novo in downtown LA. I'll be doing my show Smart, Funny, and Black. And it's going to be my dog just entered the room and it scared Jeremiah. <laughs> Like Jeremiah's face just now. Like I was like, what's happening? <laughs> come on over to come on over to see Smart Bunny and Black with your little white versus Wayne Brady. Get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. We'll be right back with more Amanda Seals show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'll be announcing the release date for my next comedy special very Ooh, soon. That was real like inconspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> like you got a people got in a car was like wait what yeah i'll be i'll be <laughs> announcing that shortly so just keep it locked keep it keep it ear out keep it ear out to the streets uh tell me about jeremiah like the bible what we are about to get into because if i recall it's time for politicians say, say the, the darndest things. things yes we have to go down to south carolina because their 75 year old governor henry mcmaster had this to say during a special session about abortion the General Assembly must complete the state budget and they must pass legislation that stops our state from becoming a destination for abortions. Therefore, I'm issuing the following executive order directing the General Assembly to return for a special session to complete the important business at hand. Okay, first of all, let's just be clear that he has a Jim Crow accent. I was going to say that. I, I didn't want to say it. I was thinking it. He has a Jim Crow accent. I mean, there's no two ways around it. And people like to act like, oh, you know, that time period was so long ago. Baby. He's still here. He's 75. still here. Born in 1947. So, you know. Thank you. Because I was trying to do the math and my calculator is on some weird stuff now. <laughs> I just feel like people don't understand that that is not a long time ago. Nah. And that at the end of the day, you were raised in a time mm -hmm. when that was the law of the land. Right. And you don't just change your mind because nope. the law changes. Nope. You don't. I'm with you. I agree. So I'm already hearing his accent just like, oh, he was drinking from the all-whites water fountain. <laughs> he got for pictures by sure. it. They was posing. You know, he was posing in the hood. Yeah. Put their hand on their head. <laughs> <laughs> That's like he's posing at the all-white uh, lunch counter. So he wants the state to take up a six-week abortion ban. And, you know, I don't think people really... I, I, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But You're I just, I, what'd you say? You're wrong. I'm correcting you. <laughs> I just feel like we are taking things in such stride. Like okay. the, like Roe v. Wade was repealed mm -hmm. and it just like keeps going. Like mm -hmm. the country has not ground to a halt yet. And I'm right. wondering like, what's going to be the thing? What's going to make us like, er, screech. What's going to be the thing? Cause the last thing that made the country like really grind to a halt if my memory serves me correct, was either the OJ verdict uh -oh. or Rodney King. Oh, okay. That was more sooner. Okay. I, what well, were you going to say? Well, Martin Luther King's yeah, assassination? Was, that's what I was thinking. Like, no, I mean, Martin Luther King's assassination, yes. But like since then, I, I mean, feel I think, like- I feel like um, when George Floyd was murdered, I feel like that was the closest we've got. Oh, of to course. Like, to like, even then, I feel like there was a lot of lip service, like, okay, let's all come together and like change the but world. But you know what, though? It was enough of a grinding mm -hmm. that it made people feel like we got to respond right. or else. In a way, I so feel like- So I'll say that. So you know what? That's actually the most recent. You're right. In a way, though, I feel like that's kind of the partially, I guess, why we're in this state now. I feel like that, like the, what they call it, a white lash that they, when 
a white lash. Oh, I've never heard of that before. I might be using that wrong. But essentially, okay, for instance, like when Barack Obama won the presidency, yes. there was like a reaction by like white people that, oh, we have a black president. Now we're going to come back. Absolutely. All these so I feel like post-2020 with George Floyd and people coming around around DEI, equity and inclusion, now you have these racist people coming up like, wait, we can't have that. Now we got to move into overdrive. They almost got us. They almost made an equitable society for everybody. We can't have that. Now we got to up the ante, up the ante. And now we're living in wherever this place, what you call it? Unstable, unstable. Shambles, shambles, shambles nation. I think we're also in a pressure cooker. Yeah. You know, I think ultimately there's. Everything comes to a head eventually. Well, we have to remember that like my generation has lived so long with our rights mm -hmm. that I don't think my generation collectively feels the same level of pressure to mm -hmm. change things mm -hmm. that your generation and even the generation behind you will feel. Yeah. Because that's what's going to be the shift is when the generation behind you lives their adulthood in this in this environment and is like, we can't take it. And that's when we'll have a change. I hope I live to see it. We'll be right back, y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm annoyed. So we'll be right back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We're about to head on out of here, y'all. It is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals checking out with uh, Jeremiah Like the Bible. We had a great Tuesday. We celebrated my mom's birthday all day. Mm -hmm. So shout out to my brother, my mother, Annette Nettie Seals. Same birthday as Janet Jackson. Same birthday as Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. These are some goats. Okay. Okay. Same birthday as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Shout out to the Lakers who are still in the series. Shout out. All right. Well, we did a lot of talking today. We talked about uh, Daniel Penny. I don't want to call him his name. We talked about the Marine murderer mm -hmm. on the New York City subway who has fundraised up to two million and more since the murder. Why Miss Miss Little Little Miss Flint can't even get two dollars to raise money for water filters for Flint. How about that? We talked about Jermaine Dupree, who talked about why Lotto didn't really pop off in the beginning. Right. And it's actually a very interesting reason. We also talked about the criminal charges being dropped against the black Colorado ranchers. Very happy to hear that. We talked about the teacher in Florida who's getting investigated for showing a Disney film in her class. And we talked about Sherry Shepard. I loved talking about this. Sherry Shepard saying how her first few years of The View were a doozy. Because she said she wasn't smart enough. She didn't have enough information. Right, right. She had to grow as a person. She had to go read some books. And let me just also take a moment to say, like, there's a difference between smart and intellect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think what people don't understand is that you can be intelligent but not smart, meaning right. you just don't have the information. You can also be smart and not intelligent. Or not empowered to be. Because she kind of talked about how, like, no one, it was just like you you do what you were told. What you learn is what you learn. It's never about questioning, so. But I want to make it clear that just because you know the information does not make you intelligent. That is true. We have seen this time <laughs> and time again with these politicians, as we say, uh, as we should play politicians say the darndest things. But the the reason I wanted to bring that up, Jeremiah, is because I think sometimes a lot of people trick themselves mm -hmm. into feeling like they're an imposter because they don't have the information. They don't have a degree. They don't have right. XYZ. And then they are also, like you said, in these spaces where they're being told you don't need to think. Mm -hmm. You don't need to challenge. Just keep going with whatever I say. Yeah. And we are in a time, as much as I just hate the age of idiocy that we're in, we are in a time where even though people are not seeking the information, it is available. Well, I hope Blue Star Show people are empowered to like go do more research after they hear stories, go read the stories, go read a book, you know. 
And don't just trust what me and Jeremiah say. Right. Hey, I know I'm not. I'm telling the truth. I am. No, stop it. Yeah, you but are you telling the truth because we aren't having that on here. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like people just take it for face value now. We see that with misinformation across the internet. Yes. If somebody tweeted it. It has to be. It true. has to be true. Instead of actually like, oh, okay, they go said confirm that. that. Let me go look this up more and go and do due diligence. It's really important and we want to encourage you to do that because you need to be the creator of your own research space, okay? So uh, when we get back tomorrow, we got more for you. We got Blacker News. We got the Big Up Let Down, another edition of Politicians Say the Darndest Things, and more. Apparently, the FDA is issuing a new policy that will allow more gay and bisexual men to donate blood. But who knows what the states are going to do with that. Also, post uh, Dr. Drake claims... He has the greatest hip-hop beat of all time. Really? I mean, Lil Wayne just claimed he's the greatest rapper of all time, so I guess we're all doing the rap, we're, we're all doing the hip-hop claim game. The greatest. All right. All that tomorrow more on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Say, say, The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.